corny, I know. to Are We There Yet? An Exploration and Education in Anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dee Hollander. And I'm Brenna McCullough, your beloved anime host. The only anime oh. host you need. All other anime hosts are trying to steal you from me. Oh. Don't let them. <laughs> I feel targeted in that <laughs> I feel particular safe. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're both wrong. Oh, okay. Our feelings are wrong? <laughs> You're not targeted or safe. That's the confusing part. Oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> is this what gaslighting is? I don't fully understand. I don't know. Neither do I. Huh? It's oh also gaslighting. God. I know what it is. Oh, boy. <laughs> the meta. Uh, uh, yeah, so so what, what what we have going on? The meta of this uh, particular podcast episode, we're talking about what <laughs> show? <laughs> I can tell you. This week, we're watching Future Diary, Ooh. which uh, does have a pretty popular Yandere character. <gasps> and I don't know if we've ever really talked about Yandere's, so this is exciting. <laughs> I don't think we have. I don't believe so, because that means nothing to me. Great. We'll get into it then. I won't. I'll leave you in suspense until you watch the episodes. But yeah. (laughs) We haven't talked about it because we're generally kind of chill, except for maybe me. But Mm. uh, yeah, I'm not surprised we haven't gotten to a show with a Yandere character yet. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah, that's pretty much the only thing I know about this show. Like, I've I've seen that character a lot in like memes and stuff, but like beyond that, I don't I don't really know much about this show. I know it's popular, or yeah. was popular, is popular. Yeah. Have you heard yeah, of this at all? Do we have a year of this? Uh, Research. Was... <gasps> oh yes. Uh, it was 2011. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, I didn't quite hear what Dugan said. Yeah, oh, sorry. Probably because I didn't say it in any uh, structured way. What year did this uh, year? This what? <laughs> this oh, particular anime it. came out in 2011. Oh. Fantastic! Oh Thank god, that was ten years for ago. A well-considered thing. I'm uh, struggling today, just <laughs> as it is. So. <laughs> I get it. Uh, it's gonna be an interesting episode then. <laughs> my brain is my brain is clouded by the coziness. Ah. Of my situation, my slippies, and my candle. <laughs> I I said it before. I don't know much about the show. I can't imagine that's going to vibe well with this show. Probably not. <laughs> we'll see. I you don't know what? I'm going to match your energy. I'm going to turn the lights off. I'm going to close the shades once. Do, do, no, no, no. You're going to you're gonna fall asleep. Don't do it. <laughs> like, I guarantee you. <laughs> Let them get cozy. <laughs> it's too late. Uh, I'm uh, already I'm cozy from the sun. <laughs> the harsh. Yeah, I, I have one blue light on that will definitely ooh. not make me fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I watched the first episode of this a while back, uh, mm. and then just didn't continue because that's how it goes sometimes. But yeah, <laughs> that's how it would be. the 
The Tell most me. popular thing about this show <laughs> is that pink-haired girl. Yeah, I know literally no other character besides her. Yeah. So oh, my mouth made a terrible noise. I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming the show is fantastic and has a wide fan base since we know clearly so much about it before even watching it. Yeah. It definitely hasn't isn't just a one note thing. <laughs> we'll see. I'm sure it's got layers. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, we're uh, we're we're uh, struggling for traction. I guess oh. we'll just jump into the jump into the break. Yeah, it's we're watching the first now. three. Let's go. <laughs> Back in my day, people chose their destinies. They didn't just read it off of their phone. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, God, look at these kids' faces in the phones all fucking day. <laughs> uh, I'm so just going to listen paranoid. to what a phone tells me to do. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a tree? Wake up, sheeple. Touch Come some on. grass or whatever. Oh my god. I I won't say who, but I had a boss at one time. It's like, yeah, sometimes I like walking outside in bare feet and just running my feet through the dirt just to get connected with the earth. I was like, Ugh. that's okay. I won't judge because you're my boss and you can fire me at any moment. But like, okay. Know that beyond this, I would be judging you. Like, you could just go out barefoot and be fine, but just to spend, like, I dedicated five minutes a day every day to stand in a patch of dirt. Like, Dig my toes into the dirt, feel the worms. Sweet mud, that's Earth, Mother Earth's nectar. <laughs> uh, okay. This has nothing to do with the show. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Let's, let's go. Phones do, but not dirt. <laughs> so... Uh, we open on a girl over a body in like a big church looking type place. It goes dark. Then it would appear that she gets got. She, uh, she cries for help from someone named Yuki, then dies. <sighs> uh, and then we get the opening and it's pretty rocking. It feels very much, um, like middle school, <laughs> it's got to <laughs> middle school edgy. edgy. Yeah. <laughs> It was popping, um, though. I, I didn't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, says more about me than the show. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminded me of Death Note. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. This first episode, I was like, mm, Death Note ripoff? Cool. Yeah. It changed, but not not much. Similar vein. Similar, yeah. Um. So we see a kid sitting on his bed wrapped up in a blanket. His phone vibrates, and then we cut to middle <gasps> school. Um, oh, no. And what? Middle school. Oh. It just sucked. <laughs> You're right. Um, they're being dismissed for the day, and the teacher says to keep the unpleasantness in mind on their way home. This unpleasantness is a serial killer on the loose. Just very casual. Yeah, careful, kids. Yeah, remember um, uh, your worksheet has problems one through five. Watch out for uh-huh, the murderer, uh-huh, and uh-huh. see you tomorrow. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. <laughs> one through five? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, oh, but then it's like 1A through F. Ah, A through G. I hate oh, when that happens. Oh, I wish someone would just murder me so I didn't have to do this. Hey. <laughs> hey wait a minute. <laughs> There's an idea. Um, we see some boys who are looking for someone to play basketball with them. And one of them asks uh, the main character, Yuki. Um, and the other one, another boy says not to bother because he's just a creep who keeps a diary on his cell phone. He's what always looking weirdo. at his phone. What a um, f- he's not even blogging like a cool nerd. Ugh, he's not on <laughs> Tumblr. He's just writing down his feelings. <laughs> um, and then we see the teacher ask a girl with pink hair, Gasai. This is, mm. this is the girl. Um, <laughs> With some help in the library. And she's like, sure, teach. <laughs> um, so Yuki walks home. Uh, his inner monologue, he calls himself an observer. He's like, I don't do sports. And people just leave me alone. I keep this journal out of boredom. Um, I'm bored, but I refuse to engage with anything. Like, well, Yeah, I see fuck the other here. kids. <laughs> Uh, he goes home, he goes into his bedroom, and he's like, I have friends. They're just imaginary. <laughs> uh, he sits on his bed and closes his eyes, and he's in that weird church place from before the opening. Um, and there's this big, huge guy in the middle. He looks so dopey, but he's supposed to be, like, <laughs> impressive. <laughs> um, and this is Deus. He is the god of time, space, something. Um... Oh, and uh, he he's God, he's fate, it, it, it's all there. It's all of it. But first and foremost, he's my friend. He's a friend, he's a pal. <laughs> he's a buddy. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he says he's busy, and Yuki is like, what, are you going to start a war or something? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> don't tempt me. Um, <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yuki, he's like still sitting on his bed, um, and... There's this like little character that crawls up and she makes fun of him and his diary. Um, he talks about his diary being unorganized, um, but he's like, it doesn't matter. It's just for me. Um, he's like, my phone and this weird church place is my whole world. <laughs> um, and then he opens his eyes. Um, and then Deus asks if he's lonely and he says that he's not. And then Deus is like, well, what would you do if you could reinvent yourself? Tell you what, I'll give you the gift to see the future. And then he gets a text from his own phone. And it tells him stuff that's gonna happen. Uh, But he thinks he's dreaming. Um, We cut to a girl running into an alley. She's backed into a wall. She says she's not ready to die. And then she dies. Gotcha. Shouldn't have said it out loud. <laughs> you I'm not ready it. to be a billionaire. Huh? 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 <laughs> Come on, it just worked. <laughs> um, Yuki looks at his phone, reading stuff from the future about uh, the girl getting murdered. Uh, there's answers to a math pop quiz, and he's like, ah, "I don't, I don't believe it. Whatever." Um, and he gets up, and he his thing is darts. <laughs> He always has his darts on him for some Why? reason. Like, I don't know. I'm so bored. I have no interest except this one very niche interest. <laughs> like, it's, I feel like people creating series really are just like, we need the one unique thing to tie them all together. What's a metaphor for the rest of this show? And then just force it on the character no matter how out of place it is. Mm. 
Yeah, he's got like seven dartboards in his bedroom up on the wall. It's like, what? Come on, kid. What? Um, Are you so... that bad at darts you can't hit one? <laughs> <laughs> They're all grouped together really tightly. <laughs> Just in case. Um, but so on his phone, it said he would score a bullseye. And he did. And then he goes downstairs, and the news is reporting on the serial killer. And he's like, it has to be a coincidence. There's no way my phone's telling me the future. There's no way I could have gotten a deus ex machina from deus ex machina, the god. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... He, on his walk to school, he runs into people he normally wouldn't, but his phone knew. Same thing with the quiz. He has the answers. Whatever. Long story short, his phone keeps predicting stuff. Um, and Deus, like, confirms it with him. And he's like, but you're fake. You're not real. You're a figment of my imagination. And Deus is like, nah, I'm a real god. Beyond <laughs> reality and imagination. Imagine... Knowing someone for like, let's just say your coworker for like five years, uh-huh. and then one day they're like, "Oh, wait, you're not just a figment of my imagination." <laughs> Could you imagine just that level of like, you you didn't even register me as a different person? Wow, <laughs> so self insane. <laughs> um. So he tells Yuki to beware his diary because if his if his phone gets ruined, he'll die too. The pressure is on to keep this phone safe. High stakes. Yeah. So he's at school. His phone predicted that he would get beat up. So he went a different way. And he's like starting to get excited about this. Um, we get a quick shot of some people. It appears that they're investigating the murders, but then the character we see in this shot turns out she's not a cop. We'll find out more about her later. Um, so back in school, uh, someone raises their hand and says, the test isn't fair. I don't get it. And Yuki is like getting cocky. Like he's like dumb kids. Um, he's also just got his phone out like the entire t- Like this teacher yeah. sucks if he didn't know this. <laughs> Um, he looks up and Gasai shoots him a glance and he's like, that's weird. Um, and she's like messing with a tissue or a piece of paper or something. She's like folding it up. Um, after school, he's in the classroom reading his diary and it says he's going to get killed. So that's not good. Um, and then Gasai comes in and she seems to know what's going on. And she's like, your phone says you got a dead end, huh? So he runs because he's like, oh, shit, she's the one that's going to kill me. Um, and as he runs, the future on his phone changes, but she follows him everywhere he goes. She's already there. Um, and he's like, but I'm the only one with this ability, right? Right. Um, he gets on an elevator, but she, I don't, what the fuck is wrong with me? Elevator. <laughs> elevator. <laughs> He gets on an elevator, but she is hot on his trail. Um, and she shows that she has a phone that can predict, predict the future too. Um, but we find out that the people who have these future diaries, they're all written differently. So like his entries are written as though he wrote them. So like they're an outside observers kind of thing where it's like, oh yeah, this thing's going to happen, whatever. And then her diary, she calls it the diary of future love. So her diary tells her everything that's going to happen to Yuki. Um, ah, uh, uh, stalker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in a, in ten minute increments. So she. So he's like, damn. She before this has been writing 
diary entries about me every 10 minutes. Ooh. Um, and he reaches for his darts that he carries with him. Um, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> um, and she tells him to stop. And then she gives him a smooch. And she's like, you won't hurt me. My diary told me so. Um, and she says he has no reason to hurt her. Uh, and as they're going up in this elevator, it has windows. Um, and <laughs> she sees the serial killer outside. Um, and she says he's a diary user, too. He is known as Third. Um, so that's when she explains the thing about her diary keeping tabs on Yuki. Um, and she talks about how everyone with a future diary is in a survival game. It's a last man standing game and third wants to eliminate Yuki. So they end up on the roof and he's like, well, there's nowhere to escape. Why are we here? And she's like, we can watch the sunset. Um, but she says she has a plan and that he can use his darts. (laughs) Yay, God. they're useful for something. I, it's such a specific scenario to be used. I always have my dots with me just in case I see a board. What you? What guy? you into street darts like me? <laughs> street darts. Me and Jonesy are back in the dumpster behind the, behind the bar. We got a board out there. <laughs> you should come join us sometime, doll. Bitch, you're 500 bucks. Warm. You can't hit, the, hit that knot on that tree. Be warned, we play for keeps. I'll I'll keep you darts. That's why I got so many. Oh, God. Spontaneous dart matches. (laughs) Um, So, third arrives on the roof, and he looks around for them. Uh, Yuki is watching him, like, in the reflection in his phone screen. Um, We see, like, a quick flashback, like, a few minutes before of Gasai explaining the thing about phones and users, like, being tied again. So, if they destroy third's phone, he'll die, too. Um, so Yuki hits the phone with the dart and third kind of implodes. Poof, <laughs> he's dead. And Gasai is like, oh, there wasn't even a little bit of blood. That's disappointing. Anyway, you want to get something to eat? Anyway. So she's chilling. <laughs> um, Yuki is back with uh, Deus asking him about the other users And he tells him to calm down and that he's the first victor. Um, So he's transported to a space with all of the other users. They're all like shrouded in shadow. He can't see their faces. Um, And they commend him for killing someone off. So rule time. Uh, Deus explains that their diaries show the future up to 90 days. Uh, Someone like raises their hand and is like, hey, my diary has changed. Uh, and Deus is like, yeah, most, well, this is weird. He's, he kind of implies that nothing is set in stone. He's like, if you guys do something that your diary doesn't say, it'll change. Um, I want to underline this point, uh, just, just making it clear that the show is like, yeah, the future, like you're going to impact each other. That's how the game works. Yeah. So just got to establish that here. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Uh, and then Yuki's like, well, my diary changed without me doing anything. And it's like, again, nothing is set in stone. Um, and so, yeah, they're all part of a survival game. Um, and if one of them wants to kill the other, the words dead end is sent to their phone. Um, and someone asks how they're supposed to know who to kill. Uh, Deus is like, you guys can figure it out. There'll be hints, whatever. And then right now... <laughs> Deus contradicts what he said before by saying that Yuki's death was in fact set in stone. 
fuck okay (laughs) (laughs) but you just but you just said that they're all capable of changing their future all right Uh, it's jeremy Baramy, baby (laughs) yeah it's fluid He's a god. He doesn't have to explain himself. They rarely <laughs> Your do. Your puny earth minds wouldn't comprehend. <laughs> um. So, uh. but he, he feels like, Yuki feels kind of guilty because, like, Gasai is the one who helped him, like, realize what he could do. So he's like, eh, I can't do this. Um. But yeah, whoever wins gets to be a god. Um, cool. <laughs> yeah, so Deus is just like, figure out who your opponents are and kill them. Have fun. Uh, and as everyone is like fading away from this room, they're all like talking to Yuki, essentially being like, watch your back, kid, because we all want to murder you. Um, so Yuki is like, I can't believe this. And Gasai is like, it's going to be okay because of my diary and because of how much I love you, I'm going to protect you. Teehee. Uh, yeah, and then we get the credits, and there's a silly after credit scene of that girl from uh, earlier that was, like, making fun of Yuki and his diary, giving uh, Third his future diary, and he keeps trying to break the phone, but uh, killing himself. But she controls time, I guess, so she keeps bringing him back to life. It's just dumb and silly. Yeah. But yeah, that's episode one. She's like yeah, a sidekick. I did not to, like to that character. She creeped me out. <laughs> no, I'm glad she's like not really in the show beyond the after credit scenes. <laughs> yeah. Her, the second one isn't as weird as the first one, but. It, yeah, it was just weird. <laughs> yeah. This is just Duncan Rampa, but with phones. It's Phongen Rampa. Phongen Rampa. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> um, start off episode two as is tradition. Uh, starts with Yuki getting a bunch of texts from, uh, did you watch the subbed version, D? I watched them dubbed. Okay, so did I. Same. Uh, I just wrote down the girl's name is Yuno. Yeah, Gasai right. is her last name. Gotcha. And that's what uh, I caught, so, no. Yeah, I wrote down both, too. Oh, it was easy for me because it was Yuki Yuno. Like, Yuki Yuna is a hero. Uh, that show. Good point. <laughs> um, yeah, so it starts off with Yuki, like, in his room on his bed being like, God, I got, like, 40 messages from Yuno. Like, why is she messaging me so much? It's like, because she's the stalker. She's your stalker. Like, mm-hmm. you know this. You know her phone magically tells you, like, how to stalk her. And so, or tells her how to stalk you. Um, so we're establishing that. That's the Yandere, Dugan. That's what a Yandere um, well, <laughs> kind of. It's a little it's, bit more than that. It's, I love this person so much, I'll kill everyone else that ever interacts with this person so I can be the only person they can ever love to, sort of yeah. mentality. That's gotcha. the one. But it's fun because it's anime. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Silly. just jokes. And she's so cute. cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I love uh, misery. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kathy Bates. Good movie. Uh, <laughs> She's my favorite yandere. The first yandere. Yeah. <laughs> it really was, yeah. Uh, do the opening. Come back uh, to Yuki. Uh, recapping pretty much what happened last episode, in case you missed it, and are starting with episode two for some reason. Uh, then he goes to class, and the teacher's out sick. And this is right when I wrote down, I bet the teacher was third. He was the serial killer. And then, like, immediately the next scene, they're like, yeah, your teacher was the serial killer. I was like, oh, okay. I guess, all right. guess I wasn't that <laughs> They smart. know they Never can't mind. hide it. <laughs> it's the only dude with, like, long red hair. So I'm just like, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, 
took the wind out of my sails real quick. <laughs> real smart. <laughs> uh, after class, he goes to talk to Yuno, and uh, she says, ah, "Not now. I'm busy. I got gym class. Fuck off." And it's like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I thought you loved me. <laughs> yeah, real weird shift from the last all the forty messages you sent me. Um, so she goes off to gym class, and then he uh, Yuki's left alone in the classroom. And some weird pastel goth Lolita girl shows up and like, hey, yo, what's up? Where's the faculty lounge? I got to talk about this missing teacher because, you know, he's the killer. I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is normal for a school. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, uni, uh, uni, Yuno's uh, in the locker room get changed and we see her phone like vibrate, like basically being like, ah, the future has changed. Yuki's future. And we come back to the classroom with Yuki and this girl. And she's like, oh, yeah, that teacher, he was third. He was the serial killer that was trying to kill you. You first. I was like, are these numbers important? Like, does Yuki matter more because he's first or no? I think uh, it's just a naming principle. Yeah. It, just, I, it, it seems like everyone's after first for some reason. So it's, it was weird. I wasn't sure if it's like, ah, he's... The most likely to win because he's, it, I was overthinking it. Yeah, because they were like, oh, you're the first person to get a kill. You're like in the lead, so you're first. But then no one else, their numbers don't seem to correspond. Yeah, the, it seems like the, the numbers one to were. Score, it doesn't matter what everyone else's rank because they're all tied. Yeah, it seems like the numbers were like assigned before even anybody killed each other. So. Yeah. It's, I don't uh, know. Uh, and then. Um, yeah, she says, like, ah, I was chasing after third, who led me to you first, who I'm going to kill now, because that's the game. Uh, and then uni, uh, uni, I'm, God, that's Well, see, name. maybe it'd be easier if you called her Gasai. <laughs> you know I can't say multiple syllable words. <laughs> you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not for named characters. Um, <laughs> just call her Stalker, might be easier. Yeah. Uh, she comes swinging in with the fire extinguisher, swinging at ninth. Uh, getting her away from her man. Back off! And uh, Nine jumps out into the window. And she's like, oh, don't worry. I'll get you two eventually. <laughs> and then jumps out the window. And uh, as she jumps out the window, a bomb goes off in the school. Uh, you know, covers Yuki and says, like, don't worry. Uh, I'll kill Ninth before she gets you. I'll protect you, my beloved. And <laughs> Yuki's just kind of like, okay, cool. You're just that okay with murder, I guess. All right. Um, and hey, Yuki, you murdered someone yesterday. You can chill. <laughs> Get with you the murdered program. your teacher yesterday. <laughs> no, but I'm the protagonist. It's different. Um, and uh, while she's still, like, protecting him, shielding him from, like, the bomb blast, he's like, well, she's definitely a stalker and definitely unhinged, but she's also saved me once already. So, like, maybe I'll ride this out. Maybe I see what happens. And, like, I'm not using her. I'm not manipulative. I just, she's saving me. So our... Our goals correspond. Uh, yeah. And they kiss again uh, after the bomb goes off. Uh, meanwhile, outside, Ninth is just in like the school courtyard with a megaphone, basically being like, "Hey, guess what, idiots? I rigged your entire school with bombs." <laughs> Fuck it, I everyone. like, like her. She's what? crazy. <laughs> How did this happen? Like we I were love here her yesterday. Energy. <laughs> Uh, oh. Just very Joker esque. Yeah, just the theatricality. <laughs> yeah, she's in like this pastel goth Lolita outfit that we don't see her in after this episode, and I don't know, like, 
I don't she's know like, what why. do middle schoolers wear? <laughs> <laughs> it, like, honestly, if she's like, I'm trying to blend in, she's crazy. If she just <laughs> says, fuck it, I want to wear whatever the hell I want when I bomb this middle school, be like, okay, I respect you a little more for that. <laughs> you got your own style going, fine. Uh, but yeah, she says she rigged the school with bombs. And it, she basically is separated, you know, and Yuki, like, from the rest of her school, like, between the two buildings of the school. So they're kind of on their own for the most part. And Yuki's diary keeps changing all the time. And uh, because he keeps a track, he keeps a record of everything he sees. Um, and uh, it gives him warnings about Ninth now that he's encountered her. So it's kind of giving him a warning of what Ninth is doing at that moment and where the bombs she put. Uh, so they're able to avoid all the bombs. And as they keep avoiding some of them, uh, they kind of get caught off guard by some, uh, a few, and, like, barely avoid them. And Yuno's like, hey, instead of focusing on where the bombs are, why don't you focus on what your reaction to the bomb is? That way, you know, it's like, ah, this bomb clipped me, or, like, burnt my hand, we can get further away from it. Uh, and that's when they realize uh, Yuki's phone future diary is more, like, he never wrote about himself because he was the one observing it, so he just wrote about everything else. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't go into great detail about him. That's why Yuki, uh, you know, fuck. That's why <laughs> Yuno's phone is helpful because it's just about Yuki. So combined, they have a bigger picture of what's going on with Yuki. Because uh, he's the protagonist and he's a very special boy for some fucking reason. Um, <laughs> he has to remain objective at all times, even with his own <laughs> personal diary. Oh, so God, he's a no centrist. feelings even before the game. Oh, <laughs> Uh, and uh, what is it? So they know what happens to Yuki. Uh, in all the rubble, uh, Yuki laments and starts crying about his life. I forget why. He just starts crying for some fucking reason, being like, I wanted to be normal. I just wanted to hang out with my god friends. And it's like, <laughs> tough shit. You're in the Hunger Games now. Uh, and Yuki tr- tries to figure out why uh, his future diary is telling him he's going to die at 204 exactly. Uh, instead of now. He's like, if she just wanted to kill me now, she could just kill me now. So why does it say I die, you know, in like 20 minutes? Uh, and we cut to outside of the school. We see a detective in like kind of a police van, like figuring out what's going on with this hostage situation. So the cops showed up outside and set a perimeter. And uh, turns out the detective, that's kind of lean stuff, he's part of the game as well. He's got a phone. And he's reading his phone, uh, he tells his, like, assistant, like, nah, don't, we can't, like, run in there because uh, Ninth, the woman who's setting up all the bombs, has, like, a dead man switch trigger to her heart. So if she dies, all the bombs go off at once. So we can't take her out right away. And we see he's looking at his phone when he finds that information. So it's like, ooh. How convenient. They're all here. They're all very specific f- future premonitions. Um and then sneaking around the school, we see Yuki sees one of his classmates, one of the guys he ran into the other day. He's like, oh, hey, it's Jeff. Hey, Jeff. And goes running out like a goddamn idiot. <laughs> um, and we cut to like a little flashback of Ninth yelling at everyone on the megaphones, basically saying like, hey, I'm only here for Yuki. You give me Yuki and his little girlfriend. I won't blow up the bombs and kill you all. So she turned all of the classmates against them. So when he goes up to say hi to his classmate, they capture him. And separate Yuki and you know from each other, uh, and they drag Yuki out in front of uh, the courtyard in front of Ninth. Yuno's captured with all the other classmates like in the school, and she's basically saying like these these assholes betrayed Yuki. Like I can never forgive them for betraying my beloved. And Yuki gets dragged out in front of the school where Ninth just starts monologuing at him, basically being like, you know, here's why I'm going to kill you, kid, instead of just killing him right away. She 
lament or talks. She like, has a flair for the dramatic. I respect <laughs> it. It's it's fair, but it's also not practical at all. Um, and uh, Yuno says uh, because they betrayed Yuki, they all deserve to die. So uh, while in the monologue with Ninth, she says like, "Oh yeah, I turned the motion sensors back on for all the bombs in the school. So if anyone tries to escape, the trigger the motion sensor will." trigger and blow them all up so they're all trapped in the rooms and uh you know hears that and says cool this is convenient to kill everyone that betrayed my beloved <laughs> so she just starts running through the hallway setting off all the bombs subsequently killing i'm gonna roughly guess half of her school if not yeah. more this really like like in the first episode she's pretty creepy but i feel like this is the moment where you're like oh she's unhinged okay yeah and like this isn't, like, a weird, like, parallel dimension with, like, people in the game of, like, ah, all the damage is taken care of, or, like, ooh, a gas explosion, whoops, like they do with, like, supernatural shows, like mm-hmm. Jujutsu Kaisen when the school gets destroyed there. It's like, no, we see that the school stays destroyed, and, yeah, like, half of the kids are just dead now, so. And you did this. Yeah, you know did this. Uh, so, yeah, she's running through the school, setting off all the bombs as she goes through. Uh, ninth is out in the courtyard, the bomb lady. Uh, monologuing still and then uh fourth shows up he's the detective man uh he's the one who's also got the future diary and says uh she isn't here for yuki but rather she she's here for him she was hunting after fourth and then she was like hunting after third because they were ninth and fourth were both hunting after third who then led them to first it's just all their paths cross convenient Mm -hmm. yeah uh and uh, the Detective Fourth says uh, his future diary is specific to the detective cases he's working on. So he finds out all the future information he needs about that through his phone. And God, how convenient for your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm an ice cream you know, vendor, but I got all this phone that tells me about murder cases? Weird. <laughs> um, I just leave it off and go about my day. <laughs> oh, that's how you win the game. You just turn off your phone. <laughs> you just fucking don't get involved. Deus is like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> uh, so Bomber Lady Ninth tells him, uh, hey, Detective Man, kill that boy next to you or I'll blow everyone up, as a terrorist is one to do. And Force says, like, no, I'm not going to kill him. And then points his gun at Yuki and he goes, I guess I'm going to kill you. It's like, what? <laughs> what? Okay. And he goes, don't worry, kid. Your death is going to weigh on me greatly. It's like, that's not comforting. You're still going to kill me. Um, and Yuki says uh, he wasn't like, basically says like he wasn't cut out for this. He starts crying. He's like, well, you know, hey, I, I'm not made for this game. At least I'm going out early. So I guess it works out and is like just willing to just die right here. Uh, and then we see Yuno jumps out of a window above ninth and attacks her from above. And uh, they start fighting for a bit. And Fourth sees this as a chance to not kill Yuki and tries to shoot at Ninth again. Uh, and he tells Yuki to get on in there and help Yuno out. Uh, and so Yuki starts running towards Ninth. And they established earlier in the episode that there was a minefield between Ninth and Yuki. When did so she he, have the time to bury she all of these mines? Any of this? It's been a day! Um... Uh, so Yuki starts running through this minefield, and there's mines everywhere, but with the help of Yuno's phone, she can tell where the mines would be. So he dodges a mine, and then the phone changes, he dodges a mine, and the phone changes. Uh, so they're able to help each other to get Yuki close enough 
to throw one of his murder darts Yay. at this lady. And he hucks a dart at her. It's it's a dart. It's not a knife. I don't know why he couldn't have thrown it earlier, but okay. <laughs> if he was really good at darts, he would have been able to throw it, like, the 30 feet that was between them before running into the minefield. <laughs> but, like, all right, whatever. Um, so he throws the dart, and we see her, like, raising her hand to block it. And her phone's in her hand. And if her phone gets destroyed, she'll die. And she goes, wait a minute, and pulls the phone away. And the dart gets her right in the eye. Ugh. You hate to see it. You hate yeah. to see it. Oh, thank you. Gross. An- another vibes all over again. Uh, and then once she she's cornered, she got her eye stabbed out. Everyone circles around her being like, we got you now. And she's like, ha ha, joke's on you, bitches. My very convenient deus ex machina phone is the escape diary, which tells me how to escape any situation. She releases a smokescreen and then rides off on a fucking motorcycle. <laughs> that I guess materialized. Batman villain. <laughs> I guess materialized in the smokescreen because it was not there and there's uh, nothing around her. I love her. This is a Little mine woman. and motorcycle field. I had it buried here <laughs> just for this exact moment. Cool. <laughs> and she gets away despite the police barricade we already established around the school. And guns. So- and guns. Use the guns. <laughs> but uh, no, you don't understand. Her phone said she got away, so she did. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, because the future isn't set in stone, but except for this time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> except for when it's most convenient for the plot. Right. So after that all happens, it's like the next day, Yuki and Yuno are in like the police station and be like, hey, so your school's fucking exploded and like everyone's dead. So like you got a few days off of school, which is nice because we can use this to uh, hunt down the other people in this game now. And it's like, oh, okay. Sure. And Yuki was ready to die yesterday and hated being in this game. And now he's like, oh, cool, a detective mission. It's like, what? What? It's been <laughs> six hours. Um. So they form a... a future diary alliance between the three of them so they're like third is dead we know who ninth is we got to figure out who everyone else is and uh it ends with a shot of you know being happy and agreeing to work with all of them because on her phone it says her and yuki will become one happy end uh and then we get the ending and then we get the little snippet at the end with murmur who is the god sidekick Uh, And she basically, she basically like come out and says like, "Hey, these little snippets at the end are basically to to explain what happened in the show in case you didn't catch it, which is good some of the time. Like that would have been helpful, but now recapping it, I realize how fucking insane this is. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? I don't need these segments because fuck it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I didn't watch the one for the third episode, so." Yeah, I can watch the ones for the second and third. Why, if you're gonna put such vital information in your end credit things, make the first one just so vapid and unimportant, and be like, (laughs) ah, I'm the weird character you'll never see, and then be like, oh yes, I'm the encyclopedia. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't really matter. The second one explains stuff. The third one didn't matter at all. Third one was throwaway. Uh, The second one is basically saying like. How did all these people convene together at this one spot? Isn't that convenient? It's because 4th is a cop and ninth is a criminal. And they were hunting each other. Bye! It's like, alright, that didn't really help okay, much. Okay, nothing. That's cool. nothing. I could have pieced that together. You didn't, like... Anyway, that's upset too. I got madder the more I talked about this show. I, like, I didn't hate it, but now I'm like... <laughs> oh yeah, this is garbage. Um, yeah, so, starting episode 3... Uh, uh, we see, uh, 
Kasai and Yuki are at an amusement park, and Yuki is like, oh, I'm scared of everything. Death is all around. Um, then we flash back to see Ninth in a war zone and being like, oh, my backstory. Uh, here's a snippet. Um, but she wakes up and she's on the lamb. The whole city is looking for the child bomber. So <laughs> Good name. Um, so we see uh, another flashback uh, to uh, them talking in that last episode. And they're like, okay, so let's go over all the information we have in our little future diary alliance. Um, we know ninth. That's all we have. So. <laughs> That's it. We know ninth and third is dead, and that's it. <laughs> and there's a bunch more, I bet. So, uh, really off to not a great start. Um, real quick, but like like Duncan Rumpa, all these characters in this thing are so exaggerated and mm-hmm. cartoonish that like one of them is clearly a like gang member or like a delinquent with a gigantic pompadour. So it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like if I saw any of these silhouettes out in public, I would have recognized immediately. Because a mm-hmm. good silhouette is good character design, but this also ruins any mystery show by they having a good silhouette. on purpose. He, yeah. knows. he knows how to make a good murder mystery. <laughs> yeah, the, the board is like the silhouettes, like you haven't unlocked all these punch-out characters. <laughs> like, ah, oh, yes, take this seriously. This is a deadly uh, game of cat and mouse. Um, but yeah, so they're talking, they're like, okay, um, we're gonna use you two as bait to maybe bring this bomber to an amusement park. <laughs> Great idea. Good hey, thinking. Collateral damage, don't worry. <laughs> um, but, uh, while, while they're there, they're like, yeah, we don't think ninth. You stabbed her in the eye like twelve hours ago. I don't think she's going to be in fighting shape uh, tomorrow, so we don't expect her to be there. But if she does, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, and you've got uh, your darts. Yeah, <laughs> she's got bombs. Yeah, don't worry. You're in the jurisdiction of my police station, so you are fine. <laughs> um. But while they're hanging out together, having a little date, uh, Yuki is like, hey, maybe we can discuss the whole stalking dynamic. But how do you bring it up to your literal stalker? Um, um, so, yeah, they're going around. She, like, brings him a soda, and it's two straws in oh. one cup. Oh, classic date. They're in love. But then he's like, all right, I'll try it. And just tries pulling from it. And she linked the straws together. So they're just sucking suction from each other's <laughs> mouths. This it, was not cute at all. This was no, nothing. But I, yeah. I mean, it's not supposed to be. So Yeah. But like, even in her mind, like if she just had two straws in there, cute, we're bonding. Is she She's just like, spitting no, in the just, other? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like, though. Like... Because, yeah, Dugan's right. If they're both sucking at the same... It's just going to suck all the air out, and then it's going to just suction onto, like, their tongues. Like, okay. <laughs> what did that accomplish? Uh, but, uh... Uh, then we see, like, ninth. Uh, she's running... A- she's at- She's in nighttime. <laughs> this whole time. Mm-hmm. So I have no fucking clue what the timeline of these two separate A and B stories are. Mm-hmm. But... 
she's like, oh, she's trying to outrun the police, and uh, my eye is stabbed out. I gotta, I gotta find somewhere to hide. Ooh, my phone tells me there's police up at. Hey, you! We're police. Oh, <laughs> uh, heck! She, I'm, I'm the escape future diary. Yet I saw the note from my diary as I was getting caught by police, I, and then led to a chase. So I'm very bad at this. I don't, I, it, not defending it, but I think it said the cops were up around the corner and then they were directed back around the other way around the corner by another future diary user, which changed the future. But also, what the fuck, like her phone didn't update in real time. Yeah. Like all yeah. the other ones. Yeah, I, never mind. I'm not defending this. Fuck this. <laughs> uh, so back in the amusement park, ooh, they go into a haunted house. And ooh. Both little scaredy babies. But uh, the stalker uh, child bomber, she's extra scared, so it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they leave, and all that scared energy sort of let their guards down, so the tension is gone, and they're like, ah, well, wow, when she acts normal, she acts normal. Shocking. <gasps> ah. Wild. And then, she can also pretend to be a normal person. Whoa. <laughs> Would be real convenient if she did this more, but nope. <laughs> um, Can't have that. Gotta have the plot moving. Uh, so they uh, they go to the water park part of this amusement park, and... Uh, Oh, no, she's got a too small bathing suit. Oh, Oh, shucks. My titties. Oh, no. (laughs) Hope the wild waters of this lazy river (laughs) knock her top off. It it really is just like, hey, I think this bathing suit is a little weird. Look away. Cut back. It's gone. It's like, we didn't move. What happened? Uh, So... Yeah, she's she's topless and everyone's going to see her. So so they get a lifeguard to go get her top. But oh no, uh someone bumps into her and forces them to hug while she's topless. Oh man, what an oh, awkward gee. thing. Middle school. Uh, Yikes. Uh, At least she so. doesn't do the uh the thing we all hate, the uh you the, pervert you thing. You pervert. I, oh, I thought she I was going to try and fuck the teacher in the first so episode. Bad, but if you show any sexual desire to me, you're a monster. <laughs> yeah, she didn't kill children. Anyway, she's got some standards. Yeah, there's going to be a line somewhere. Yeah. Mm, um, <laughs> not in this show. Uh, so she gets her top back on. He's like, "Oh, I'm a boy, embarrassed." Uh, boner alert. Nose. <laughs> um. Surprisingly, no nosebleed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, they can't contaminate the lazy river. <laughs> <laughs> um, so later on, they're like, oh, do you want to go to the planetarium? I know you love space, my little space boy. <laughs> and he's like, no. Ooh, a space. line. Backstory. Space killed my parents. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um but yeah, so uh, they go on a Ferris wheel because he's oh, wistful, distant, oh. um, <laughs> moody. And uh, in the Ferris wheel, he's finally like, okay, so a bunch of shit's going on. I can't be afraid to ask, why are you into me? What's going on here? <laughs> I have nothing to offer here. Why? 
and she's like, oh, I guess you don't remember our fateful connection. (laughs) (sighs) So, apparently earlier in middle school, I don't know how long ago this was. They just say, like, ah, middle school. But I thought they were in middle school. I don't know. He's wearing Um, the same clothes. I think it was last week. Yeah. Um, So... Uh, this this is just a wild happenstance. Uh, you know, someone who's like, hey, I bumped into you uh, like five years ago and you don't remember it. It's fine. You wouldn't remember this. Um, so uh, they're staying after school, finishing up assignments immediately after Yuki's parents got divorced. <laughs> so he's all bummed. And she knows about this somehow. Is this before he stops talking to everyone else? I don't know. He, he, t- <laughs> I, but he tells her he? during the scene. Well, yeah, but like she's already in love with him, so she's already like up in his business, knows the exact thing to uh, fix his uh, divorce depression. Um, <laughs> but he's like, yeah, my my parents were supposed to take me stargazing, but they got divorced instead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, weird. A column A, column B. Told me we were going to the planetarium, but they took me to the district attorney's office instead. Gotcha. The old switcheroo. Uh, uh, so she's like, well, I mean, I guess we could go stargazing. I mean, we could also get married. I, uh, marriage isn't uh-huh. a touchy topic for you right now, is it? No. <laughs> She, wait, the thing is, in this moment, she, he, like, he says, like, my parents got divorced. She's like, oh, maybe we could go to, the, like, to the planetarium to go star casing. He's like, I don't know. I don't really, like, think I'm in the mood for it. She's like, why do you got to be so negative? It's like, he just said his parents got divorced. <laughs> well, he said like, specifically, like, he's like, it won't be the same because you're not my family. Yeah. You're not my parents. I wanted to see the stars with my parents. <laughs> She's like, why do you got to be a bummer? It's like, I... Yeah, I'm having a rough fucking time. You talk to me. What? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're both you initiated acting, this. They're both uh, acting stupid in this situation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this cool. just sucks. This is this sucks. <laughs> um, but uh, she's like, oh yeah, we are gonna get married someday, and he has no rec- no recollection of this. Just absolutely insane interaction with somewhat of a stranger. They're not, like, close or anything. Um, but he's like, oh, I guess when you said you were in love with me all those years ago, I guess that's when you were in love with me. <laughs> I guess oh. I never considered you ever again. Yeah. Uh, they all suck. Um, so... <laughs> so after they get off, they leave. They go home. Who who cares? Um, uh, they go home, and uh, uh, he walks her to her house, and she's like, "Oh, do you, uh, it's raining out. Do you want to do you want to come inside? It's probably safe that we stay together." And yeah, he goes in. Then we see uh, fourth the cop, and he's like. Ah, uh, yep. Uh, can't not gonna have any attacks tonight. Don't worry about it. We don't need extra security because he apparently <laughs> set up some security detail around her house. All right. Um, he's like, yeah, that's enough. Don't worry about it. Um, so ninth, who is still on the run, uh, is confronted by a stranger who 
who is like, ah, oh, come with me if you want to live. I'm not the police, but uh, can you trust me? <laughs> um, so in Ninth's house, they're like, hey, I live off the grid, so there's no power. Here's an apple. Oh, uh, this you is his house. You know, or, yeah. oh, sorry, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> in you know's house, she's like, "Here's an apple we grew ourselves." Also, we have no power, so it's pitch black. Bye. Isn't this uh, fun and cool and quirky? Aren't I cute? <laughs> we we live off the grid despite being in the center of the city. Yeah. Um. So, um, we see the man that takes ninth in, sort of just hiding her from the police in her eyes. Um, well, in her eye, excuse me. <laughs> uh, she, she's like recovering. He, he wears a literal paper bag over his head. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't when he rescued her in the rain earlier. Yes. So she definitely saw his face at some point. Also, there's no eye holes or anything in this bag. Nope. It's just a bag on his head. Uh-huh. It's... Uh, this show he's is got so the, good. I love it. He's got so the see-through fun. paper bag phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> My phone is taped on the inside of this bag so I can see what's going on around <laughs> Like, if they did that, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if he's like, I There's got two phones. There's a reason he's the fucking, his god name is Deus Ex Machina. It's whatever the fuck he wants to happen. <laughs> god, it really is. This show just did that, and they're like, this gives us free reign to just do whatever we want. It's like, no, it doesn't. Stop. Okay, so so this man is like, here, here, have some sleeping pills. They'll help you with the pain. Not painkillers, just sleeping pills. Sleep it off. Don't worry. Uh, don't question it. Um, <laughs> so... Um, uh, he he just vaguely is cryptically like, oh, maybe I control your fate. <laughs> uh, but uh, Ninth is like looking at her phone and she's like, I don't see any changes. So I don't think I have to be skeptical of this guy. Cool. Um, so uh, back at uh, Yuno's house, we see... Um, Yuki is looking at his phone and seeing like all the updates and stuff. He's like, "Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. Uh, I'll, I'll just wander through the dark, but use my phone to like guide me through." Um, <laughs> so he also sees, uh, like the end of the last episode, happy end on his phone. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. That we cut back and forth between these pieces. I'm trying to figure out how to express it the best way mm. uh let me wrap up so uh let me wrap up ninth first so yeah we, it yeah. doesn't matter get it out of the way so yeah. ninth uh takes these sleeping pills and oh no they make her sleepy <gasps> who could have thunk it something weird happened there she can't uh, read <laughs> yeah <laughs> she lost her reading eye <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh so she's like hallucinating. The reason her phone isn't updating is it's a piece of wood. What? Uh. Uh, and and this man is like, "All right, now that I got you sedated, you're going to answer all my questions. Who's number 1?" and pulls her eye out. Oh yeah. boy. This was upsetting. <laughs> yeah, too I, I much wanna... eye stuff. But it's what I, I want. We it's done. what I want out of a horror anime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to say also his like 
bagged, disguised, like, form also changes to the big, like, glass dome fishbowl, like, out silhouette we saw in the room uh, before with everyone. Um, so when she took these pills, it fucked her up and made her think a piece of wood is her phone and that this man looked like a different man. These are very specific pills. I think... Uh... <laughs> I think that it's going to be some uh, bullshit that this character can do with, like, making Disguises. people hallucinate later on. I think that's what yeah. it's going to be, and I think that big head thing is, like, his real form or whatever. He's just Mysterio from Spider-Man. Yeah, I think <laughs> He's that's... He's just Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Even with the I, big big head. <laughs> yeah, like, that's just who he is. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, now we have to get to some real... We've talked about a lot of bullshit. Let's get to some <laughs> Um, Here we go. So, we see him, uh, Yuki, looking at his phone as he's walking down the hallway. And he's like, huh, uh, this says, like, I just go back to the room. What if I look in a side room? (laughs) And he opens a door. And we cut to see the powers of the universe have shifted. Because... (laughs) He did something that was not predicted by the future. You know, How the, premise, the premise that deus ex machina literally explains of, yeah, future's not written, it's not set, it's going to change all the time, don't even worry about it. But this motherfucker opens a this side time. bedroom door. He looks into the office space of this building and... And Deus is like, oh, this clever motherfucker. Oh, he really knows how to play this game, doesn't he? Oh, this sly fox, oh, always one step ahead. He did something truly un- unpredictable that not even God himself could play for. This boy took a piss. <laughs> uh, so I'm literally lightheaded right now. This broke me so hard. Um... So he sees something so shocking that it just destroys the fabric of everything he's known and loved. And you know comes up behind him and is like, oh, you could have just been a good boy and gone back to the other room, but you had to see what you shouldn't have seen. And oh boy, this is where we're ending the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Like, here's the thing. I've come to realize and come to accept. I think the reason my my standard for stuff is so low is because I like trash, but also <laughs> because I just like watching stuff. I just like tune out. Like the most I pay attention to stuff is for this podcast when we actually have to take notes. <laughs> so like watching it, I was kind of like, yeah, all right, if I, this is anime, all right. But having to discuss it <laughs> and actually apply logic and thought to this made me so much matter. Than when I was watching it. Like, I didn't give a shit, and now I am in a rage. (laughs) Are we there yet? (laughs) No, this is so bad. This is very bad. It's poorly written. It's very much developed in a, what if we do the exact opposite of what you think is going to happen? And then that's that's narrative, baby. They... They just throw in, like, character choices are flip-flopped. Our, like, romantic lead is a child murderer stalker, (laughs) but she's a cute girl that has feelings for a boy she's stalked. I can't tell if you're supposed to like her or hate her or what. 
This is just fair. This is not good. No, thank you. I I don't <laughs> care what. I don't want anyone to tell me what the plot twist that he sees in the very end is because I don't care. I don't need to know this. I um want my. This is my real truth. This is my truth. Uh-huh. Yeah, let me read your truth. I like this. I think this is fun. Like, I like it for the same reason that I like Pretty Little Liars and, like, Gossip Girl. It's fucking bullshit. Like, it's yeah. over the mm-hmm. top and stupid, and I think that's fun. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I can I definitely think, see that appeal. Yeah. yeah if you I go think, into it being like, oh, this show sucks, it makes no sense, and you're just there to have a fun time, absolutely. Like, there's enough wild shit going on that you can yeah. be like, alright, this this is fun. That's not what I look for in shows, so I did not have fun. <laughs> cool. So now we know just Dugan doesn't like to have fun. Check. <laughs> well, we knew that. It's been like 150 episodes. <laughs> but it's just like, uh, I'm excited to see more of like the horror elements. And I mean, at the end of the third episode, I think... I looked it up because I was like, what does he see in there? Because there is a cutaway where it's like, are we supposed to be able to tell what's in there? And it's bodies. It's, her, it's three dead yeah. bodies. Um, and he runs. He runs home, locks the door behind him. And there's this shot of her like oh, yeah. peeking in through the mail slot like, good night. I love you. And it's like that moment where you're like, oh, okay. Like, no, like she's not cute. She's fucking crazy. And like that being the end of episode three is like, great, let's fucking watch this kid have to deal with this bitch for 23 more episodes. Yeah, yeah she went from like his bodyguard to like his biggest enemy. Yeah, well, I uh, mean, she still is, you know, but he's afraid of her, which is fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm speculating that the bodies were her family and the reason they're off the grid is because no one's paid power in there because she's killed yeah, everyone probably. in the house. So she's it, probably she's like, li- all I need is him. Yeah, so but, she's kind of like living in an abandoned house. Like, it's all squalor and stuff. Yeah, but that's guess. that's where I'm at with this show. I Like I said, <laughs> I had only seen the first episode before. And after watching the second two, it's just like, oh, okay, the, yeah, this is bullshit. I love it. Yeah, this is hot garbage, and I'm about it. <laughs> See, I, I would be on board for that. There's plenty of shows I've... I don't want to say I hate watched him. But it's more like I lament after I watch them. It's definitely like, for example, Yuki Yuna is a hero. I watched that <laughs> so I could talk about it after I watched it to yeah. people and just rant like, yes. what is this? Yeah, like, like talking about Pretty Little Liars with people who have watched it is the greatest experience because <laughs> everyone knows it's the worst TV show we've all ever seen. But we're like, yeah. yes, I loved every second of it. <laughs> it's... It's like the, well, I want to say Resident Evil movies. People will come after me for saying that. <laughs> but like the Mar- Super Mario Bros. live action movie of like, it's garbage. We all know it's garbage. And I love it. That's yeah. why I love this garbage. Or like, k- kind of in the vibe of like Digimon. I mostly just like the designs of them. Story-wise, it's fucking nonsense. And I'll gladly acknowledge that. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, this giant chicken that turns people to stone disguised himself as a captain of a yacht in the desert to trick all of these small children on board to have a spa day to turn them into stone so he could then eat them. Incredible. That's an episode. <laughs> and I'll gladly talk about how fucking insane that is. Yeah. Um, the consensus so yeah, th- on the three of us in this show is that it is garbage. 
yes. objectively garbage, but how you the interpret difference. that garbage is up for debate. Yeah, it's up <laughs> to you, is... and that's what's so great about <laughs> media. Uh, the difference is Dugan's going to go t- take a big swig of a whiskey bottle and take a long nap to try and erase this from his memory, while me and Dee are going to start a wine club and watching this every Tuesday night and just go, yeah, good buddy. God, this sucks. <laughs> Let's go yeah. <laughs> get further into it. I think for me, it's it has one of my least favorite things, which is trying to make a character unpredictable or just some sort of I don't I I'm trying to figure out the words for it of just like the whiplash of like I'm normal I'm crazy I no I'm mm. I'm normal I'm crazy no yeah. and and just like without rhyme or reason without anything. Like, there's no indication, so in any particular moment, I just, as, like, a viewer, kind of feel, like, betrayed by the writing of, like, oh, no, she's just suddenly also helping this bomber, and you still want me to be sympathetic to this character? That's too big of a leap. You lost me. I don't... Uh, We don't need to keep discussing. I don't think think the show wants us to be sympathetic to you, no, at all, but (laughs) that's my take. but, like... (laughs) I don't. I don't know. Like it's not just, worth. Like yeah, we don't need discussing. to keep going into it. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a no for me. Yeah, <laughs> but That's this fair. is just a particular thing I see in other shows that does make me mad. Mm. Yeah, that, so that's that is awesome. why I uh, didn't enjoy it for like the cheesy. Oh, this is so <laughs> bad. It's good quality. I was just like, oh, no, it's just making me mad. <laughs> yeah, no one here is saying it's good, even if yeah. it's so bad. It's good. We're just <laughs> all saying it's bad. Uh, I'll say real quick, I also kind of have that with the unreliable narrator trope of stuff, uh, which kind of comes into play with this show, of like, ah, here's the set of rules, here's all the information we're telling you, try and figure out the mystery before it's revealed in the show. And at the very end, they're like, haha, all the information we told you was a lie, Mm -hmm. I bet you didn't figure that out, you idiot. It's like, no, how could I? You lied to me for 40 (laughs) minutes. How could I have figured out the mystery? So stuff like that, I always get annoyed with when it's taking itself serious. Mm-hmm. I think the show is taking itself serious, but I think it's so objectively bad you can't. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, of course they lie. Of course, everything they told you was a lie. Why wouldn't it be? This sucks. So, <laughs> so like, I'm on board with that. But like, as opposed to something like Mr. Robot, where it's like, haha, I bet you didn't see that coming. It's like, no, because I I trusted you as the storyteller. Why mm-hmm. would I not see that coming? <sighs> so I I mean I think me and Dee are in the same camp of like. Yeah, hot garbage I'll keep watching. <laughs> so uh hope hope you didn't like it, listener. <laughs> we just shit on it for like twenty minutes straight. <laughs> yeah. Varying levels of fun were had, but we are shitting on the show. <laughs> we can all agree on that. Uh, uh, well, uh, what what varying levels of enjoyment will we get next week? <laughs> I didn't know what to go. I didn't know what we were getting going into this show, so I didn't know how to plan for next week's episode. I was like, "Do we do something chill and wholesome? Do we do something fun, old school?" And I just said, "Fuck it, I'm getting self indulgent. We're watching Trigon because I like oh. Trigon. Mm. So we're gonna watch episodes one, two, and five of Trigon." Okay. It yeah. didn't immediately make me wince, uh, so <laughs> my reflexes are hopeful. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll if- see. 
If there's a show you'd like to put up to my reflex test, I guess, you can send those to our email, areweebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at areweebthereyet on both. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not much lately. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Instagram at honey period D on Twitter at honey D eight and honey D art or on Twitch at honey underscore D and honey is spelled H U N N I E. You can find me on Twitter, ABTS Brendan. It stands for almost better than sounds, which is a video game podcast. I also do. Don't bother with that Twitter account. It's mostly me retweeting D and D dice makers to try and get free dice that I cannot afford. <laughs> Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I hope no. there's an evil twin later. No culture, only trash. No culture, only trash. <laughs> Thank you.